0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips and picks. I am your host, Professor Sides. It's my actual job title and last name, which is part of the reason why the mathematical model that I've built to predict various sports outcomes is affectionately known as sideline. You'll hear more about the model during the course of this episode, set the cover, select college basketball game scheduled to be played on Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new. For some explanations, goals, full recommendations on wager scaling, where to find additional picks, and community rules. As always, remember, there are no locks in gambling. So Sideline parses it's picks into two categories, plays and leans. I only make official picks from one sports book. So the model leans are where shopping around for better numbers and prices can help. This episode will only cover what are determined to be the best most interesting games of the day, but the results of the totality of recommended picks, both from here, the model, and the plays of the day found on Patreon and TikTok can be found both on BetStep and the Google Sheet. All those links are in the show description. That Google Sheet also contains the full set of projections and picks on every single game. And For early access to all of that, see Patreon. The link's in the crawler below in the show description. It's also where you can access that Discord chat, which is the best place to get questions answered about these or other games in a timely fashion, along with a lot of general fun and picks and recommendations on other sports as well. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. Lastly, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler i made a video about the uh the bad beat in the arizona state game over on uh on tiktok that was one of the crazier um endings i've ever seen that happened shortly after uh, cousin jerry and i recorded the show for monday's games and so i I thought it was funny you know him and i were talking about just good and bad variants and bad beats and and just the way things were going. And of course that happened. That might be the worst of all of them. Uh, I, I just, I don't think I've ever seen a team give up seven points in the last 20 seconds of a game that was over. I mean, m- maybe in a tight contest, but never like that. Um, and, and, you know, the, the reason I, I bring this up and talk about it is, you know, I've mentioned it, you know, this last week was not good <laughs> for us at all. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of really, uh, rough beats a lot of a lot of bad luck a few bad plays for sure um you never know when that sort of stuff flips i think the encouraging thing um the model uh diagnostics look good with regards to predicting game outcomes you can see all that in the google sheet i try to be transparent with how the model's doing it's predicting on average still well um i think the other kind of comforting thing Talk about closing line value. And again, I'm not the biggest fan of that simply because I think it's misused. I think it's, um, I think it's something that a lot of people will, will tout and say, well, that's the reason why these plays were good. And I don't necessarily think that always holds true. It sometimes does, but uh, the markets are moving the way we've making picks. I think that, the totality of picks that I've, I've recommended again. If, and if you're looking at the Google sheet, you may see numbers in there that are picks that you weren't getting. And that's if that's the case uh, here today, Monday, there's there's several games. I the number's moved a lot. I'm purposefully telling people on Patreon when to play certain games at certain numbers, and sure enough, a couple hours later, that number's gone and it, and it never comes back. And, and that And that makes me feel like, the model's doing good things. I'm seeing things right. Um, if you're wanting to get those numbers, you can join us on Patreon. You'll get email alerts as to plays. Morgan State, for instance, on Monday, who knows how the game's played out. By the time you watch this, maybe you know. Um, you know They were like 12-point favorites, and all of a sudden it dropped to 10. Uh, I sent out an email notification, all the all the patrons that are at the, the, the $10 or higher level a month and said, hey, Morgan State's on the, 10. It's the official pick. Let's get it. And then sure enough, by the morning, it's out to like 13 or something. And so... Who knows how much they'll win by, but I think that that's a side of like, hey, we're getting good numbers. And if we keep doing that, it's going to work out in the long run. But I say all this just to say like, hey, I'm frustrated. Um, hopefully you've been on the right side of some of those bad beats. Um, I know some of you, you know, you're all, we're all playing different games. Hopefully it hasn't been as, as much bad luck for you, but it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this. It doesn't matter how, you know, if it's $5 or, or $500 a bet. Um, these sort of things are frustrating for all of us. We're all human. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to look through and see, does something need to change or not? And, and I think continuously getting good numbers, which we've been doing, is a sign that things should come around. Uh, you just never know when. Uh, again, Monday seems to have not happened yet. Hopefully uh, Monday will look better. Hopefully that carries into a good week here. Um, but you just never know. I said it a lot during baseball season. We had some really good hot streaks. We had a couple of cold streaks on the whole. It was a great season, uh, but there were some bad runs in there. And uh, it's kind of what we're at here. You just never really know. Hopefully, we can get back uh, at it today. A lot of bigger games for Tuesday. A lot of lot more interesting games than Monday. But before we get to those reminders, please hit that like button for YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Have lots of great benefits you found over there. Above and beyond what we do here, we got plays of the day. My favorite play today i um, throwing that over on TikTok. That link's in the show description, so hit that video. I'm going to record that right after this one. You'll get it as soon as possible here on my favorite play for Tuesday is. But i got other great plays I'll be posting to the Patreon for those plays of the day. we got that Discord chat, a lot of fun over there. And, again, for $10 a month, you get all the picks delivered to you right when I lock them into BetSamp. So a lot of value there. Early access to numbers so that you can have them right when the lines come out. Just um, a lot of great benefits over there that I'm offering above and beyond here. So check that out, www.patreon.com, slash professor um, for more details. But even if you're not there, still thrilled that you're with us here. Let's get to it all. on going see online. line sign up in the show description. Current as the time of this recording on Monday afternoon. No day games on a Tuesday, unfortunately, but we do have one at 530 Central. A little bit earlier tip off here, Butler at St. John's. St. John's is a four-point home favorite, which basically says they're barely the better team, and I would tend to agree with that. I think this is a great price number, and Sideline agrees with that as well. Sideline says it's that on average St. John's wins by 4.0 points, so it's a perfectly priced line at four, not anything I want any part of. This is one where it doesn't always work like this. Uh, we'll talk about some situations later that are different, but this is one where um It is a two-point edge in either direction the model would play. If we get St. John's minus two, it would play with St. John's. If we can get Butler plus six, it would play with Butler. Can't get anywhere near that right now. And so I think it's a pass on the side. But I like the over in this one, over 146. Sideline says it should be about 151. We all know that St. John's plays fast. Butler has been a team that's mostly scored um, a solid defense, but I think St. John's at home should be able to score I think St. John's can drag Butler into a higher tempo game. Butler seems like a team that kind of just plays however you want to play If, if you're going to slow down, they'll slow down a little bit with you. If you go faster, they'll pull a little bit faster with you. St. John's at home, I think, can really up the tempo in this game, create enough possessions to get this closer to 150 in the mid So I'm going to go over 146 in my best investment for that game p.m. Central Michigan State at Wisconsin. This one's a pick'em. The model says it should be Wisconsin minus two point two, which is a little bit of the opposite case of that first game. It's that basically uh, what the model thinks is that Michigan State is slightly the better team, um, but on the road, Wisconsin should have a little bit of an edge. I'm going to take Wisconsin as a pick'em. The the spread indicates that Michigan State is the much better team, and the model just thinks they're only slightly better. Honestly, I don't really know. Like the Big Ten is wonky. It's cannibalizing itself already. We've been talking about kind of predicting this and early on it is definitely happening. This conference is crazy. This is one of those things where... If I can't for sure say the road team is a lot better than the home team, I think just give me the home team at a number that implies something um, different here. So I'm going to take Wisconsin as a pick. Again, I think they win um, more times than not. The model says they win about 56% of the time, which makes this a decent investment. It's not a model pick. The model wants to get plus two with Wisconsin. The reason why... There's obviously not a lot of value around zero. I always talk about a one-point win isn't that likely. And so you just don't get a ton of value at the minus one, plus one, and zero because obviously zero can't happen. So the model wants plus two before it's an official play from it. But I still think that I, I still the model leans Wisconsin, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like I said, with a, in a conference like this, in a game where it's hard to say, I mean, Michigan State's probably got a little bit better offense. Wisconsin probably got a little bit better defense. Who knows? Games of Wisconsin that should help out a little bit. Should be a great contest, but I, I think Wisconsin should be like that minus one, minus two, or whatever. So we're getting a little bit of value here. So I'm gonna take Wisconsin as a pick. And the total in this game is 126. Models says 128.4. Um, but with the pace in this game, I just I don't think I could go over. I wouldn't go under. The number's too low to go under because these offenses are both pretty solid, but with the defense and the pace here, um, even though the model would lean over, I think it's a complete stay away at a number like 126. If it, if it drops into like the low 120s, at some point you just got to say, look, enough's enough, and you go over it. Um, but, it, you know, it's not a great number 126. If it was up to about 130, maybe I'd start thinking about under, but I think it totals pretty well priced. I think Wisconsin at a pick em, makes a lot of sense. That's the way I'm recommending that one to be played. So 6 p.m. Central, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Kansas State just coming out of nowhere. We, we kind of have to be solid. The Big 12, obviously, a great conference, and we all know that, right? But uh, two really, really impressive victories here this last week, Texas and at Baylor. Uh, now coming back home, model says this should be Kansas State minus 4.3. It's actually Kansas State minus 5. So the model would lean, grabbing the five points to Oklahoma State. That's not the craziest way to look. The way the model leans are grabbing the five with Oklahoma State simply because you just don't know how Kansas State's going to respond to coming home, the pressure, the expectations now of those teams you weren't expected to win and you pulled off two great upsets and and now come back home now, you know now you are expected to win. You just never really know how that's going to play out. So I mean grabbing five with Oklahoma State, I don't think it's a bad investment. I just have been so impressed by Kansas State that I think that's a little bit. Scary. I just don't think it's a big enough edge. I think I'd want more points with Oklahoma State before I really jumped in there. The model wants seven before it makes Oklahoma State an official play. And I tend to agree that I'd at least want six, maybe seven before really investing in it. I just don't think I would lay it with Kansas City. They're as great as they have looked. There's a lot of ways they win a tight contest here. So I'm staying away from the side. Instead, I'm going to touch on the total here of 138. Model only says 137 and a half. So the model thinks this total is priced pretty right. But I'm going to go over and here's why. We saw Texas play Oklahoma State this weekend in a low-scoring game. We saw Texas play Kansas State in a game that had like 400 points in it or something crazy. We saw Kansas State play Baylor in a game that had a ton of points. And they had overtime, but they had a ton of points before overtime. And, and Baylor's a team that, uh, you know, they had a ton of points against TCU, but, you know, TCU's just a, a not a team we thought coming into the season. Uh, based on what they played last year. I mean, they're playing tempo, fast pace, that sort of thing. So that, that was less surprising. But in general, I think Baylor wants to play a little bit lower scoring. Um, I think Kansas State's the the common factor. of They're the team that's really driving these numbers high. And, you know, their tempo's increasing. Their offense is great. Their defense is solid. But really, they're carried by that offense. I think at home. I think that's where the difference is. This is not drastically different from the Oklahoma State-West Virginia game, which we talked about a few weeks ago, where it said, really, I like the fact that the home team, if this is in Stillwater, be a little bit different. I think maybe Oklahoma State can control the tempo a little bit better. But on the road here now for them, they want to play a slower game. I think Kansas State can drive this into a higher scoring game at home, control the tempo, and get a lot of points. I don't know exactly how much Kansas State wins by, if they can win. Um, but I think that 138, Just I think it's more likely to get over into the 140s, maybe even 150s, just the way they've played. If they're able to control it to put home, which I think they can. I like the over here, even though the model just doesn't talk about it, doesn't think that, um, that much. Bottom line here is Kansas State was able to, on the road, take Texas and Baylor into a much higher scoring game than either one of them wanted to be. I don't see why that wouldn't happen here at home against an Oklahoma State team that is good, but definitely not better than Baylor or Texas. Maybe as good. It's hard to really say um, that conference has so many teams all clustered together there. And and, and I say that just because I I think our opinion of these teams today may be different than in three weeks when they all play each other, because they're all good. And it's like, it's hard to really parse them out. Right. But I don't think anybody would say Oklahoma State's better uh, than Texas who, you know, just to beat them in still water. I don't think anybody said they're better than Baylor. No, Baylor struggled a little bit conference, but, uh, m- m- you know, if he was able to do that on the road against those teams, I think they can do that at home against Oklahoma State. So over 138 is my pick there. Sticking in the Big Ten, 7 p.m. Central Texas Tech at Iowa State. I would say it's a six-point home favorite. we got a model pick here on Texas Tech plus six. That's the way I'm recommending you play it. As well, six is the number that the model needs in order to play it. Early on the opener, it was five and a half. The model said that's not quite good enough. It moved up to six. The model said that's our buy point here at six on Tech. Completely good. I'd love to get seven, I'd love to get eight. Right? I'd love to get bigger numbers, but six is a pretty good number here. If they can keep it close late, it shouldn't explode past this. This should be a great contest. These two teams are probably dead even. Two teams, you just talk about Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Right now, we probably would say Tech and Iowa State are a little bit better than them. But again, really in three weeks, we may completely change our minds on this because it's such a good conference. But right now, I'd say these are two of the two of the better teams here in the conference by the by the hairiest of margins, right? Obviously, Kansas at the top at this point, the way they play, played, really distinguishing themselves uh, up there. But but Tech and Iowa State, two really good teams. Game at, at Iowa State, they should be more likely to win. But I'm having a hard time saying that I think Iowa State is for sure the better team in this case. Um they do have a better record than Tech, but again, when you look through it, when you look at how they've played, when you look deeper than just wins and losses, um, if Iowa State's the better team, it's by the thinnest of margins at home. I can see them being favored by four, maybe four and a half, but six is just too much. I'm going to grab with the six with Tech and say I hope they can keep it close. Uh, maybe they pull the road upset. If not, just keeping it close should get us there uh, to the window. As regards to the total, it's 129.5 models, so it's 128.8. Not a total that I think is really worth investing in. You've got a great defense uh, from Iowa State, and Texas defense really isn't that far behind them. Um, so that's why the total is a little bit lower. Uh, and you know, Iowa State's really not going to push the tempo at all. So there's a reason why this total is where it is. I think it's pretty well priced. They stick to grabbing the six with Texas Tech uh, is a, is a smart investment there. APM Central, North Carolina at Virginia. Virginia is a four-point favorite. The model leaned a little bit stronger. North Carolina getting five on the open at four. It still leads North Carolina. That's still the recommendation here. Grabbing four. um, Really would want five and a half or six before the model plays this. It's very similar to that game uh, before we just talked about with Tech and Iowa State. Virginia, I can see, I think, maybe the better team, but just by the slimmest of margins. And again, I say, we're talking about such some, I want to make sure we're clear when talking about this, right? It, it's the, the confidence interval, the, the the margin of error here on how on this is, is pretty wide. Like, yeah, I think maybe Virginia's probably a little bit better, but the confidence interval overlaps so much that I'm not confident enough to say like they really are, because it could easily be in a couple of weeks we look back and we say that now we think North Carolina's a better team. A few weeks ago, we thought North Carolina was a better team. They were ranked number one in the nation, right? And obviously, I wasn't as high on them as that's why we faded them so often, but they're still a good team. Virginia is a good team. It should be a great contest games in Virginia. They should be favored. Um, sideline says it should be favored by 3.8. So getting four says so that's the directional, and that's the way I'm going to take it simply because what I've seen from North Carolina is this ability to play close games. It seems like no matter who the opponent is, if the opponent's a lot weaker, it seems like they kind of still play a close game and struggle to put the team away. <laughs> seems really good. They could hang around with them. Um, I gotta see the same thing here. I, I think that they can just hang around and I don't know if they can pull it off, but hanging around again, I'd like to get five, like to get six because then hanging around really enables us to win no matter how the end happens at four is not as strong of a play as that four and a half, five, five and a half would be, you know, with late game fouls, but still getting four points. I think makes a lot of sense here in a game that I don't really know what's going to happen. Virginia still plays at a slow pace. Limiting the number of possessions is going to make it just a little bit harder for them to really pull away from North Carolina. But it should be a great showdown um, of styles here, given that Virginia wants to slow it down. North Carolina, maybe not quite as fast-paced and frenetic as some other teams across the country, but plays it a little bit faster with tempo, and, of course, a great offense. So a, a fight of the styles here. Obviously, Virginia should be favored at home. Um, but I'll go ahead and take four points with North Carolina. Again, it's a model lean. I think it's the best investment here. Total-wise, given the stylistic differences, I don't really know what to say on the total. It's 137. The model says 136. Not a big enough edge to play one or the other. I think it's fairly well-priced. This game, I think the total has a lot of variance. If one team really has their way, it kind of drags the other end of that game. I'm not even sure it necessarily dictates who's going to win. I mean, North Carolina, even if it's a slower-paced game, is so good offensively. Um, I really think that, that they can hang around if it's a fast-paced game. Virginia's offense is good enough. I think they can hang around. So I don't even sure the style is going to tell you who wins, but it could be a game in the 150s or a game in the 110s, and I wouldn't be that shocked. So I'm going to pass on the total there instead and just grab the four points with North Carolina. APM Central Auburn at Ole Miss. I'm going to lay the three with Auburn here. Not a model play. The model only wants to lay a point and a half. Oh, I think laying two probably would be okay. Um, So it's one more point the model wants to lay. Um... So we can ideally Auburn minus two, but Auburn minus three. I still think it's a decent play here. They're the better team. I just don't think Ole Miss is that good. I think Auburn can go on the road and get the win. And at that point, we just got to really cross our fingers and hope they don't win by two. Again, one isn't not that likely. If they win by three, we push, whatever, move on to the next one, right? Um, I've got Auburn, though, just as solidly better. And I think that's just the biggest difference, really, Um we faded almost 10 times, gone six and four doing it. We've backed Auburn four times and haven't won a single time, but Auburn has covered six times. So it's not like they can't cover. We've just had a hard time figuring it out with them. And I think Auburn has just been a team that's played fairly. If you're if they're better than you, they beat you. And if you're better than you know, if you're better than them, they can beat you. And if you're better than them, you can beat them, that sort of thing, right? And I think they're just a better team. And so I'm not really sure the home court here is going to do enough. Um, to prevent Auburn from winning. I just think they're solidly better than Ole Miss. It's really that straightforward. So again, I'd rather lay two, but laying three, I still think is a stronger investment. Total's 132. Model says 133, so not worth messing with the total. It should be a little bit lower scoring given the fact that um, Auburn, while they have a good offense, their defense is stronger than their offense is good. And Ole Miss has a Maybe slightly above average offense, but their defense is stronger than their offense. So there's a reason this total is well under 140. I think it's pretty well priced. not going to mess with the total. I said, just going to lay the three with Auburn. And again, just really hope they don't win by two, because one is not extremely likely to happen anyway. A late game for you here, 10 p.m. Central Nevada at San Diego State. Going to grab the nine with Nevada. The model wants 11 before it plays Nevada. So it's not really right on the number there, but I think that's the way it that you should play it here that you're getting such a big number if there are late game fouls we typically don't see teams fouling at this point doesn't happen with all of them uh ut Re and valley i think that was one of the bad beats that i forgot to mention yesterday that i couldn't remember off the top of my head it was like down 11 with 30 seconds to go and fouled and that cost us a cover or cost us a push or something or and it was like what are you doing right most teams don't do that <laughs> You know, so getting nine here, I think makes a lot of sense. Again, the model, it's only a model lean, um, but instead, uh, y- you know, I-, I just, I think it's the best play for this getting nine. I don't think we need 11 necessarily to be successful with this one. I definitely wouldn't lay it with San Diego State. The model only wants to lay six. Um, so it's pretty far off. I mean, the model leans Nevada and has gone nine and two backing them. It leans to fade. San Diego State's gone eight and four fading them. It's been mostly – Nevada's mostly good to us. Fading San Diego State's been mostly good to us. And so I just don't see any reason why we should stop it. The mall's been pretty accurate on both teams. San Diego State's a better team and they're at home, but winning by this many in a conference where all these teams – Maybe not all, but most of these teams are all pretty solid. You're just not going to see a ton of teams winning by double digits. It will obviously happen here and there, but on average, this is more likely to be a close game than a runaway or maybe a boring game, but one where San Diego State just wins by seven or eight. And Nevada's never really in it, but they can at least cover the number. So There's just a lot of ways that Nevada can cover a number like nine. And they're a solid team. Um, again, they've been good to us. I don't really see any reason why we should stop backing them here, even though it's not as many points as the model ones. I still think Nevada plus nine is a worthwhile investment. Which takes us to overtime. One last game that's not as high quality, but I think has a great opportunity to make some money. Again, I've got a real off the radar game for you over on TikTok. It's one of my favorite plays. So make sure you go check out that video. Again, the link's in the description. Uh, for that one, but here we go, 8 p.m. Central. Vanderbilt at Tennessee. Tennessee, obviously, a fantastic team. Not one of the bigger games, just because it should be a runaway. Tennessee is favored um, in this one by 19. Model says it should be 20 and a half. I don't really think it's worth messing with the side when you get to these big numbers. The model really wants a. Big wiggle room because there's just a lot of weird things that can happen when those points total spread out. Each number gets a little bit less probability. So it just wants a, a little bit, you know, bigger cushion, right? So the model um, would only lay 17 with Tennessee, but would want to get 25 with Vanderbilt. It's a giant spread. So I put that first year with Butler where it was two points one way, two points the other way, a four point window of no man's land. This one's got an eight point no man's land window, which makes sense out there at this big number. I just don't think it's really worth it one way or the other. Tennessee could easily win this game 80-40 to and just run away with it. They've done that a few times this year. But also with these big numbers, you just never really know how it's going to play out. And they can win by 15 and be perfectly happy and just move on to the next one, right? Um, Vanderbilt's a little bit of a rival to Tennessee, I guess. Not... Maybe not really, right? And that's, I think, the concern here is does Tennessee really view this as a rival game want to really run away or not? You know that Vanderbilt probably views it as a rivalry game just because knowing that Tennessee's a good team, but um, I'm not sure it matters because they're not anywhere near as good as Tennessee. As Tennessee should run away, but again, not going to mess with the side I'm going to talk about is the total 132, way too many points. We're going to go under that. Tennessee's defense is just phenomenal, and I don't see Vanderbilt having an easy time scoring whatsoever. Model thinks this should be a 124.5, predicts a final score of 72.5. It's a 52, and if Vanderbilt didn't get to 50, I don't think anybody would be that surprised. Tennessee can obviously name their score, given the fact that Vanderbilt's defense is just average, and Tennessee does have a good offense, but again, Tennessee's calling card is that defense, and we've seen them just throttle teams on the defensive end all season long. 132 is just way too many points here, unless Tennessee decides they want to score 90, and they might, but in general, I think this is a solid investment to go under the 132 here. It's the best total play on the board that I can find here for you on tuesday and that's all i've got thanks for tuning in to this episode of picture with the professor don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content provided on this channel jump right into your feed be back again tomorrow with more sports betting content And until then as always best of luck and remember you need your betting money but please don't bet your eating money.